0: Hi there. You know, the last time we were together, we talked about a a man of faith, John G. Lake, and how he uh, was in a time of a plague, a pandemic, uh, the bubonic plague, actually. And he had put the frothy stuff from the man's mouth on his hand and the germs died. He was a man of strong faith. We've been talking about the heavenly health care package that comes with the kingdom of God. When Jesus came, planted his life in the earth through death and resurrection and and the seed of God's kingdom, the incorruptible seed of the living word of God. And then when we invite Christ into our life, that kingdom comes within us and it brings its own health care package. You know, health care is a big topic of the day, not only in the political realm, but also in with this pandemic going on, the coronavirus pandemic going on. And so we need to know what our kingdom, we're living out of another kingdom. We live from a different worldview and what it has to say about heavenly health care and about health care. Now, the church has been stuck through the years in the fact that they think, well, yes, God can heal. He has the power to heal. But is he wanting to heal? He doesn't always want to heal. Sometimes he wants me to stay sick so he can teach me something. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That is not a, that is not a truth of God's word. Jesus died to get this to us. He took our sin, sickness and disease into his body and took it into the pit of hell. And then by faith was raised up on the third day and, and, uh, and poured out his spirit upon his disciples and the preaching went on from there. And one day I got saved in my living room at home. And one day you may have gotten saved. And if you haven't yet, do it now. Just invite Jesus to come into your life. Tell him you wanna you want to know about the kingdom that lady's talking about. That's what I did. Pat Boone had written a book called A New Song and he was talking about a power in his life. And I said, Lord I always believed you were the son of God. I always believed you died for my sins. I want you to come into my life and and I want the power that man's talking about. That's what I wanted in my life. And I know that's what you need in your life. And so we were reading when we left off last time from this book, Christ the Healer by uh, F.F. Bosworth. And we were just reading about how the devil doesn't mind if we know God has the power to heal What he doesn't want us to know is that he has the compassion and the willingness, and he yearns earnestly to heal. It's his desire. And it says, he is ever hunting for opportunities to gratify his benevolent heart because he delights in mercy. And I had shared with you that I had recently heard the prophet of God, a prophet of God say, as from the Lord, you are quarantined in my mercy. And I'd like to add to that, and we are vaccinated by the blood of the lamb. So that makes us, that's part of the heavenly health care package. Doesn't mean we don't be smart in the natural. Doesn't mean we don't keep our distance, wash our hands, and do what the natural world is asking us to do. We, we obey um, the people in charge, the government rules. We obey that, but we have something higher and greater than just that. And that's what we're talking about. Benevolence is the great attribute of God. Therefore, if you want to please him, remove the obstacles out of the way of the exercise of his benevolence. Remove the obstacles out of the way of the exercise of his benevolence. So if you've got obstacles like you're living in known sin, remove those obstacles out of the way of the exercise of his benevolence. He is infinitely good and he exists forever in a state of entire consecration to pour forth blessings upon his creatures whenever they make it possible, which all may do. So God's living desirous to pour out blessings upon us whenever we make it possible for him to do it. In other words, we have to remove any obstacles from His that would keep him from being able to, to pour out his benevolence. Suppose, and then he says this, Suppose the vast Pacific Ocean were elevated high above us, then conceive of its pressure into every crevice to find an outlet through which it might pour its ocean tides over all the earth. And you have a picture of God's benevolent attitude toward us. I want to read that one more time. Suppose the vast Pacific Ocean were elevated high above us. So this room, the Pacific Ocean was on top of it. What do you think the pressure of that ocean would do in this room? Uh, well, I've had, i have had actually, <laughs> I've experienced that, not with the Pacific Ocean, but with a water heater in the attic. And it burst one day, and it comes down through all the air vents. It comes through the light sockets. It just comes from everywhere. And that's what he's showing us. The, the mercies of God and his benevolence is like that Pacific Ocean. And it's just looking for a place to pour out. It's looking for any crack and crevice, and it's pressure into every crevice to find an outlet through which it might pour its ocean tides over all the earth. And you have a picture of God's benevolence. He's wanting to get to us more than we want him to get to us. He's desirous. After being first properly enlightened, I challenge you, reader, to place yourself where God's mercy can reach you without his having to violate the glorious principles of his moral government. Sometimes, you know, we want to, we want to draw on the blessings, but we don't want to change our behavior. Remember when Jesus came into the earth, the first word out of his mouth was repent and believe the kingdom is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. So we, we place ourselves where God's mercy can reach us without having to violate the glorious principles of his moral government. The kingdom's at hand. Repentance is necessary to position ourselves to receive that full benevolence that God has for us. And then wait and see if you don't experience the most overwhelming demonstration of His love and mercy. And the blessing will flow until you've reached the limit. Get this. The blessing will flow until you and I have reached the limit of our expectation. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. He is so desirous to pour out his blessings upon us, to pour out healing upon us, to pour out provision upon us. He is so desirous that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. He is so desirous that he he doesn't want, but he cannot violate his glorious principles and his moral government. So we actually take part of the blessing, which is his grace. His grace enables you and I to be able to, It strengthens our heart. I like the way uh, the Amplified puts it. Grace strengthens your heart and turns it towards righteousness. So I might be, my natural man may be pulling me just wanting to go this way. But by the grace of God, when I cry out to the Lord, he will turn my heart to do what's right. And I'll position myself, I position myself then to receive that full benevolence that he has for me. Jesus wants us whole folks he died to get us there and so all we have to do is really cooperate with the Holy Ghost he's given us the Holy Spirit it says here then wait and see if you don't experience the most overwhelming demonstration of his love and mercy and the blessings will flow until you've reached the limit of your expectation I just love the way that says that it seems to me that God would rather we should doubt his ability than doubt his willingness to heal. So that was just to help establish us in the fact that not only is God able, but he's also very willing. And, and before we close, I just want to give you, and we'll maybe get into them a little more um, the next time we meet, but uh, provisions for healing in the kingdom of God. I mean, God has made provision for healing. And um, in the natural, what we know is nutrition and doctors. But the kingdom, the Bible gives us different uh, other ways to get healing. The highest and the best way for healing is to speak the word only. And Jesus had that centurion come and he said, speak the word only, Lord, and my servant shall be healed. That's the highest and the best way, is to where we get our spirits trained up and built up To just, we know that when we speak that word, that word is medicine to our flesh and that, that word is living its life and it will swallow up death, speaking the word only. And so speaking the word only is the highest and the best. And then you have the communion meal, which is a healing meal. And the whole group of people came out of Egypt at one time and they took communion and they were all healed and they had been 400 years in slavery and work and labor. You have, speaking the word only, the communion meal. Believers lay hands on the sick. Jesus said, you go and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You can go to the elders of the church to be anointed. You can confess your faults that you may be healed. You know, you get that sin out of you when you make confession. You get it out of you and it could be the, it could be the infection that was making you sick. If you've been holding a grudge against somebody or unforgiveness, bitterness is a poison. It's a poison, and we spread it through talking. We spread it that way. Confess your faults that you may be healed. Supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's gifts of healings, workings of miracles, and words of wisdom and knowledge. These gifts are for us to profit with. And then you have... um, Nutrition and doctors. So, speaking the word only, to me, that's the highest and the best. And I would, I can say that on some occasions I've accomplished that. And then on other occasions, I haven't quite got there yet. So, this is a, we're in a learning, we're in boot camp here in the earth. We're training for reigning in the next age. So, we need to just keep practicing. Don't get down on yourself if you didn't win the first time. Uh, Just keep practicing, keep applying, keep applying the principles of the kingdom. If we will stick with the principles of the kingdom, then we will come out a winner. Uh, If you'll seek after truth, then the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Speak the word only, the communion meal, believers lay hands on the sick, go to the elders of the church, supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, and nutrition and doctors. And you need to um uh, you need to appreciate that the body is of the dust of the earth and it will it will uh it needs to um it will assimilate things that grow in the dust of the earth and and uh, appreciate the miracle body that God's given us and that takes a lot of practice too i could probably write a book on nutrition but i don't always follow all the rules myself but i'm working on it i'm practicing i'm getting better i'm getting better every day so I just encourage you in that. We have a heavenly healthcare package and I just pray that you'll get in touch with it. We have some books here in our bookstore at West Houston Christian Center. Charles Caps has a book out called God's Medicine for Healing, God's Creative Power for Healing. The Word of God is medicine to our flesh. And one of uh, Charles's books is God's Creative Power talks about how this is important and I'll leave you with this. He said, "I," he told... Uh, Brother Caps, I have told my people they can have what they say and they are saying what they have. So the next time we meet, we'll get into that, the power of the spoken word. OK, God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.